You're listening to Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. My name is Reverend Celeste A. Frazier, and I'm your hostess. Today's show is entitled Level Up, and my guest is Vaughn Taylor. Vaughn is a caring, giving soul who has learned through her own personal challenges how to support us into being our greatest selves. It's going to be a wonderful show. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, Mystic Magic fans. Today is another wonderful show. Our guest today is Vaughn Taylor. Vaughn is the founder and chief purpose officer of the Core Guide Center. The Core Guide Center offers tools for anyone to use to learn how to pause, surrender, let go, heal, and mature emotionally and begin the journey of being present, all while learning self-care one thought at a time. Vaughn has over 30 years of experience studying energy, spirituality, and recovery. She is the author of the book, Go Vertical, a guide to letting go workbook that provides a framework for individuals to let go, love, and expand their lives. In addition, her program, Level Up Self-Care, offers a four-step guide for women to discover their power, light, and highest good, one thought at a time. Welcome, Vaughn. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Celeste. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Now, every morning at 645 by 6.45, I receive affirmations affirming a conscious choice to be present with myself and move toward a greater wholeness. The message is from the Core Guide Center. What is the Core Guide Center for our audience and what inspired you to create it? Thank you. Great question. In 2012, I was called to create this. I'm not the person that would go out and want to do this. That's why it's a little ironic. And in 2012, I just kept getting these thoughts every morning. And I said, okay, I'll write them down. And then there would be mornings where nothing would come. And I would look up and say, if you want me to do this, (laughs) make it happen. And so what happened is the core guide center came out of the truth for me, which is the world doesn't guide me. It's the core guide is in my center. And the little bit of play on words is we all want a building. We want a, we want a solid structure. And when I was speaking at uh, Johnson Johnson's Global Mental Health Day, and it's in New Jersey, I said, does anyone know where Core Guide Center is? It's local. And I said, it's right here. Mm-hmm. So I think the impetus is to really learn how to pause and go within in a quiet way that, that I can understand. Yeah. You know, because I think there's a different language we all speak energetically and, and healing wise. And when I hear my, my next tool, it just takes me inside and there's a calmer solution. Yeah, I know when I can't find something, that's where I look. It's the last place you look, right? <laughs> <laughs> so funny, I was on a call this morning and, and they said, how come the last place I look for my keys is exactly where I left them? And he mm-hmm. said, that's how I am with God or his higher power. And he said, right. I always go there last. So, Now, when I first met you, you were a student of ancient wisdom. How has that influenced the work that you do? You know, I honestly think it's all ancient wisdom. And I really think it's about when I heard enough, I become willing to change. And then all of a sudden, this ancient wisdom applies right to exactly where I am and what I'm going through. 
And if I spent a little less time in denial or pushing away the truth and just make a little room, it lands on me. So I do believe it's all ancient wisdom. I don't know if we push away the truth consciously. Um, We may think we have a better idea than God for some reason. (laughs) Oh, I don't think it's conscious at all. I think it's (laughs) I think it's generational that my family is like, wait, we don't learn that. And I'm like, unfortunately, my generation is forced to. And thank God we're doing it. Yes, because I believe every work we everything we do gives the next generation a chance to get there sooner. If I can help a woman get where I got at 50, at 40, and she helps someone at 30, it's about progress. I noticed in your bio, you speak directly to women. Is it also applicable to men? Yes, yes. I happen to work with a lot of men, ironically. I just find that, that with women, I have met so many amazing, talented women who suffer from low self esteem and who many women would replace their own life and wish they were someone else. And that someone else is not enjoying their life or their sense of self. So I really feel women are a strong uh, essence of the new moving forward. And if we tap into that strength, we all get stronger. And when we, as women, lift each other up, you know, there's a wave of energy. You know, A Course in Miracles has taught me that I teach someone and they teach me. Yes. And so I feel as women we have a stronger calling. But I don't discount that the men that have done my work have worked just as hard, if not harder, because it might be a little more vulnerable for them to say, I feel this way. I feel this way at work. I feel this way in my family. And it's the same tools. It's one thought at a time. So thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, and divine wisdom, divine feminine, they kind of are one. And I, I suspect that the countries who've, had the most success in defeating the COVID spread have been countries that have been led by women. So. I have seen that. And I, <laughs> and I, I certainly don't want to make a statement I will end up uh, regretting later, but I do believe that there is a need for a, a feminine energy and a, and a woman to have a voice because what we're doing doesn't work. You know, we're seeing things break down in every area. And, you know, I read something the other day and it said, don't think it's breaking down. Believe it's falling together. Yes. And that's where I continue to go. And another great thing I heard was that our spirit looks forward, our mind looks back. Mm -hmm. So I try to catch myself when I'm bringing yesterday forward. Isn't that interesting? Because that egoic mind is the part that gets us in trouble. And then the Sophia mind, the mind of wisdom, is the one that pulls us forward. Yes. I can remember about 16 years ago crying really hard because I said to my emotions coach, I said, I don't trust myself because some of the greatest mistakes and errors I have made, I was absolutely sure I was right. And what I was doing was okay. And I think that's the glory of growing is the courage to unlayer. You know, um, a lot of times I've been told it's like the onion. You know, every layer we cry. And recently, a dear friend of mine said, Vaughn, I see you more as an artichoke. Every layer brings you closer to your heart. Mm -hmm. And I love that because that's all Mm -hmm. I'm doing is I'm unlayering generations of beliefs that just need to be a little kinder to myself. Interesting. I never heard the term emotion coach, but sounds like something I could use. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What does an emotion coach do? You know, first of all, to have an emotions coach, I had to be willing to know that I needed help. 
And I can go to her for certain situations that aren't, I mean, I've gone to therapy. I think it's very valuable, but sometimes I just need spot emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember about 12 years ago, I went into therapy and I said, I just want to be in the ballpark of having an appropriate emotion. Mm -hmm. If it's a nine, I don't want to be detached and be a two. Mm -hmm. If it's a three, I don't want to be the raging crazy woman either. And Mm -hmm. so through this time, I've just learned and with the help of an emotions coach, I've been able to just bring my emotions down and, and build my relationship with truth. Not my truth, truth. And, and yeah. you know, just to trust and just the willingness to say, what I'm feeling right now is not okay and I don't have to do it alone. I really believe that the Me Too movement can be extended to Me Too about many, many things. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, truth does get us to be a little bit more vulnerable. I notice that on your Core Guide Center website, you speak of letting go one thought at a time. What's the motivation behind that? And what's the spiritual impulse that emerges as a result of doing it? You know, a Core Guide Center offers nourishing collection of tools. Like it's a nourishing collection of tools and trainings that I have found worked for me. And I share them because I have looked for other tools. I've read books since I was 20. And sometimes I need a really simple guide. And in, I think it was 2000, I was drinking too much. I got engaged, got unengaged all in like a weekend from what I remember. And I was led in to a Staples to make this book. And it, it was just a binder with the alphabet. And I put quotes on the letters. And then somebody pulled me forward to create the book for other people. And my response back then, just to tell you who God picked, I was like, I did my work. Let them do their own. You know, so great. God was probably laughing at that. So what God created was give it to God, what's now called go vertical. And the concept is to go up and let go and let the answers come to us Mm -hmm. and come to me. And what I found is when I did one thought at a time, so go vertical taught me to let go one thought at a time. So if I'm perseverating, which means I have a thought and I have a thought and I have a thought. And even though I'm working and I'm talking to you, in the back of my head, I'm thinking the thought. So 20 years ago, almost, I started taking one thought and not being allowed to think about it from four to eight hours. And when I did, I brushed it out of my mind and I returned to being present. And what that looks like for me is sometimes I had a rubber band and I pulled it because I need to be snapped back in. And other times I gently looked at something in my world that was beautiful. And I only had a second. But when I started this, the first day I had 20 seconds of peace. That is the first 20 seconds of peace I had had in a very long time. And I like to say my story is I went from a life of chaos with moments of peace to now I have a life of peace with moments of chaos, which I think that's called life. But it all happened one thought at a time. When when I watch people do these great gargantuan jumps emotionally, it's like a rubber band. They get pulled back and their self-esteem gets beat up and they're like, I'm here again. When really, when I make one decision differently, it does change the rest of my day. Okay, that's wonderful. Now, speaking of Go Vertical, that's the name of your book. What's the content of the book and what do you want the reader to awaken to as a result of having read it? So Go Vertical is really a workbook. And it's what I want is the reader to be courageous enough to take a pen and write out what they need to let go of. And it seems like we'll think what we want to do, but we don't do it. 
So in the book, it's A through Z, and I literally go up and write out what's bothering me or what I'm hoping for. And it usually sounds like I surrender, I surrender my relationship to its highest good. And of course, before I even walk back downstairs, relationship, relationship, relationship. So then I get to pause and say, I gave that to the book. What else can I think about? And honestly, that doesn't mean I don't have 10 other dancey thoughts, but it means that I'm learning to let go of one. And what it really, what I want the reader to do is that give themselves a chance, a chance of pausing, a chance of stopping the avalanche of old behaviors that just keeps snowballing. That, you know, for me, my story has always been, and I could be a little abrupt with this, when it hurt enough, I changed. And so I'll work with people that they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Because I don't learn until it hurts enough, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so Go Vertical is about learning to let go one thought at a time. And what mm-hmm. I found is that one thought, the next part of learning is learning to be there because I've never been there before. You know, to, to go somewhere new, when I travel... I don't, if I'm driving down from New Jersey to Florida, if I get to Georgia and say, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm going back to New Jersey. I don't get to move forward. So it's saying, wait a minute, I'm in Georgia right now. How do I keep going forward? And usually not my way is the answer. Okay, that's a good analogy. When you were talking about pain, it reminded me of what my teacher, Michael Beckwith, always says, uh, pain pushes until the vision pulls. And it's interesting that we do have a choice. It doesn't have to be painful. It can be vision-led and a lot less painful. Well, you know, I want to share that I didn't have a choice for a lot of years. So I don't want anybody who's listening to think that a choice just comes. You know, I realized that it took a long time for me to even know I had a choice. And that came from behaving a different way, not from thinking a different way. You know, Einstein said the same mind that created the problem can't create the solution. And so reality for me is I only have a choice once I do the work. You know, once I do some of my level up work, once I write something and go vertical and take that first thought of not acting on a thought, I have to build that muscle over and over. I often tell people, I, I... describe a gym. So when I first made myself go to the gym, I didn't walk up and pick up 25 pound weights. I picked up probably knowing me, I picked up two and then I picked up three and then five. And then I probably put them down and didn't want to go, which is how emotional work goes. So we don't walk in and pick up our 25 pound weight of our mother, our father, or whatever. If I start slowly with a two pound and a three pound, I start to have a choice. And then only when I have that choice, do I know the power of not giving that choice up again and going back to old behavior. Yeah. Good. And the testimonials that I see, people are commending you for the tools that you provide to help them get back to themselves. Can you give us an overview of what those tools are and how they help people? Do you know the tools are simple? A a lot of that comes from either Go Vertical or the Level Up Self-Care course or some private coaching that they were willing. It really goes to if someone's willing to do some work. And so someone's willing to talk to me about their fears, their insecurities, or they're willing to do the level up self-care work. What happens is something changes. You know, there's a recovery saying we can't think ourselves into new behavior, but we can behave ourselves into new thinking. Mm -hmm. And this is really a behavioral modification that 
just lets me circumvent all my childhood stuff, all my mother and father stuff, and just go straight to my heart. You know, and the journey from my head to my heart is daily. You know, my denial, my thinking, I, it's like, good morning, we're here. And I'm like, oh, no, no, can you all just leave for a second? So that's where one thought at a time. And I think the real, my motivation today is to really help people make a different decision and be in that decision. You know, when I, uh, when I spoke at the um, Johnson Johnson's Mental Health Day, they asked me for a deck of, of, power, of PowerPoint slides. And I sent one. And it's a picture of a sailboat. And it says, when a ship changes its course one degree, it gets to a new destination. Mm. And that's what I teach, is that we don't have to do a lot. But I can tell you, if I was driving down to Florida and I turned right, I'm now heading to California. And so that one degree of change gets us to a new destination. What I encourage is people to pause and see who are they now that they're making better decisions for themselves. Yeah. Because if not, I go back to my old thinking, which doesn't work. And only when I heard enough do I go, oh, oh, I'll try something new. Yeah. Well, I know that your support of individuals is about self-care. And I want to know why this is important to you and how does doing this work energetically heal us all? You know, I thought about that question and I think my passion is that self-care needs to be redirected. You know, my mom in 1969 was courageous enough to leave an alcoholic husband when no one did. So I was raised with a woman I saw do something against the odds. So there's some courage that is innate in me from watching her do that. And so, you know, as I was being raised and and she used to say, don't worry about the Joneses, don't worry about what anybody else was doing. What I realized is she really protected, not that whether she knew or not, my energy and my intuition. And so when I, as I was growing up and I got to meet some really successful, amazing women and see what they had and think I wanted what they had, you know, I would get there. And what I found out is that there's not an achievement on the outside that heals the inside. You know, whether it's the house, the car, the partner, the kids, the dog, the career, the car, when we get it, it gets rusty immediately. And then we're left with ourselves. So what I'm looking for is self-care is one thought at a time. You know, the daily vibration that we send out, it starts with, I am something. Most women and men, I would imagine, don't say nice things to themselves every day. So if someone looks at just the email reference and it says, I am strong, I am amazing, I am beautiful, I am smart, they hear that and that's about nourishing myself. So it's really about learning that there's nothing outside that will change my inside. But when I walk this journey with people, the miracle they're talking about is when the inside changes, the outside changes. Yeah, sweet. Now, I am sure that our audience would like to keep track of you and hear more about you. What upcoming events or writings would you like to share with our international audience? Well, hi, everyone. And I'm really excited about what we do have going on. Our website is being worked on. We're coming out with uh, my dearest best friend is a yoga master, and she is now adding a meditation to our daily vibration, which I believe you could still sign up on the website, www.coreguidecenter.com. And then we're going to turn that into not only the daily vibration, but a short meditation, whether it's 30 seconds, whether it's 60 seconds, and actually... Everyone involved is going to let us know. 
because there's such a calling and a frustration with, I can't meditate. How do I meditate? That I've always believed if we scratch the surface, you go on to the next you'll find what you need. So we have that going on. We have courses that we're going to introduce in the fall and in the winter um, that'll be on our website and we'll go out with our uh, daily writings. And if anybody is interested in doing a level of self-care course, they could contact me through you or through our website. And also we'll be sending out the Go Vertical book at no charge if they cover shipping. And we're getting a little link to have that. So you know, I think the book is seventeen ninety five, and they figured shipping and handling is either eight, uh, somewhere around that, $8, $7. And so that's what we're doing. And I'm really excited about the audience that we're getting to reach internationally. Because here's the one thing I know. We all have feelings of the me too, but when somebody grows to the next place, we can all grow together. You know, and I will tell you that Today, I might look happy and refreshed, but over the last two years, I've, I've been hit by a bus, a train, a, a yardstick, and it was all because I needed to grow. You know, so it's about the mess. And I'll just leave it one great story that someone told me. It's about an operation. And when someone we love is going to get operated on, we see them in the, in the room where they're prepped and they have all white sheets. We tell them we love them. What we don't see is that they go in an operating room and there's blood all over and there's a team that has to like have machines and just, it gets ugly. But that's how they get the tumor. That's how they get the disease out, in the ugly. And today I think we want to miss the ugly and just go to the recovery. And so when we see them, they look again, just how we saw them before. And sometimes I spend too much time in the mess because I know the reward. And so if they can find someone that they can be ugly with, who they trust, and I had to learn how to trust the right people, you know, and that's its own course. But really, don't be afraid of the mess because the the miracles are in the mess. Yes. Well, I appreciate the miracles that you have provided for me, both through your daily vibrations and our one-on-one conversations. And so I appreciate you. I see you. I know who you are. And I am grateful for you. And I feel the same, Celeste. Thank you. I think about God putting us together five, 10, however many years ago that we get to move forward today. So thank you. I honor your time and appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. This is Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. Level up to where you've never been before. Pausing is the key to the door. If you want a calmer solution to your own revolution, don't deny the truth within. Don't rely on the way you've been. Affirm the truth of who you are and watch for the guiding star. Change your behavior. Be your own savior. Look ahead to your greatest yet to be. Go beyond your history and be free. For the joy of growing and your light glowing is awaiting you at your core. Your heart wants you to be more. You can and you must in God fully trust. For now you can see how radiant and powerful you are meant to be. Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Celeste A. Frazier, and this is Mystic Magic. Please check our show notes for more information about today's guest. Feel free to subscribe. It's free. If this episode has been a blessing for you, I encourage you to support Mystic Magic. Next week, our topic will be passion, vision, and purpose. 
And I'm so pleased to have our guest, Reverend Derek B. Wells, author, artist, corporate CEO, and the senior minister of Christ Universal Temple. He's a contemporary man of God, so it will be a powerful episode. Mystic Magic can also be found on Apple, iHeartRadio, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and other great podcast venues. This is Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives.